This is a flash briefing from Zero Hour Health and Zedek. My name is Rosalind Stone, and we're here to talk to you about the new CDC guidelines about masking and what they mean for employers. Joining me here today is Jen Pollack, our Director of Strategic Operations. Many of you are familiar with her keen interpretation of changing guidance for the last 16 months. So Jen, been rather a wild 24 or 48 hours. Let's talk about it. Help me break down these new guidelines on masking from the CDC. What are they saying? Yeah, they're saying uh, quite a bit. It's a long update to the website. Uh, It was a long press conference, but really I think there are two key recommendations that matter for employers. Um, The first is that everyone, including fully vaccinated people, should wear masks indoors in public settings uh, in areas with high or substantial COVID transmission. Now, we'll get into kind of what that definition is in a bit. Um, But basically, the idea is that even fully vaccinated people should mask indoors in public in places with high case rates. The other kind of big recommendation is that fully vaccinated people who have been exposed to someone COVID positive should get tested three to five days after that exposure, and then that they should wear a mask in public indoor settings for the next 14 days or until they get a negative test result. Thanks. You know, just one comment about that. Those of us who listened to the press conference and read all the media coverage about it were very surprised when that second part appeared on the CDC website late last night because it was not mentioned in the press conference about fully vaccinated people needing testing and masking. So, so why now? Why these changes this week? There are really two reasons that it, the CDC is citing. The first is case counts are skyrocketing, fueled by the Delta variant. Uh, We're getting a lot more information about how just how easily spread the Delta variant is. It can transmit in just a matter of seconds. It's twice as infectious as the original COVID virus or coronavirus that we were dealing with last year. Um, And case counts are just just exponentially increasing, which is particularly scary because it's the summer, which is usually when viruses circulate a little less. Uh, We'd expect an uptick in the fall, in the winter when people head indoors. And so that this case rise is happening now. Um, and that we know that so much of it is Delta fueled is one of the big one of the big reasons that the CDC is concerned. Um, and then the other one is some new evidence that people who are fully vaccinated who do get sick with COVID, these breakthrough cases, as we're calling them, um, that they actually do transmit the virus. Uh, we weren't sure whether they could actually get other people sick, uh, but there is evidence that they actually are transmitting the virus similar to uh, the, the levels of someone who's unvaccinated. So because that was new info, it was a big reason they decided to, to go back to the, the times of having fully vaccinated people wear masks when they're in public indoors. For me, that was one of the biggest takeaways from the CDC's update yesterday. Because again, until a few days ago, we weren't really sure whether or not someone who was vaccinated can transmit the virus. But then to find out that vaccinated and unvaccinated had nearly identical viral loads was really quite quite startling new information, and and the studies that supported it were were very well documented. So let's talk about the vaccines themselves. How effective are they? Do they work? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I think it's really important that we're very clear on this, that vaccines do work and they work really well, and that these changes are not because the vaccines are not working. Vaccines still significantly reduce your chance of getting COVID at all. They don't eliminate it, but they do significantly reduce it. And if you do get sick, you're going to be much, much less sick than you would be if you were unvaccinated. 
you almost certainly won't need to go to the hospital and you almost certainly won't die if you're vaccinated and you do get COVID. And we've heard this number a lot, but uh, I think it's really important to reiterate, 97% of people who are in the hospital in the US because of COVID are unvaccinated. So if you're vaccinated, you are less likely to get a breakthrough infection. You are much, much less likely to be very sick, to be hospitalized or to die if you do end up getting sick with COVID when you're vaccinated. So that's such an important takeaway here. The messaging here, again, is vaccines do work. Um, We just know some difference about the risks between transmission and and vaccinated, unvaccinated people that's a little little different than we thought before. But again, to reiterate that point, 97% of those who are hospitalized for COVID today are unvaccinated. That is just really a wild number. So let's get to the substantial or high transmission portion of the the CDC's guidance yesterday. And we heard them talk about areas of of substantial or high transmission. What does that mean and why is it important to us? Yeah, Um, so substantial or high transmission is uh, actually has a number that goes with it. It's not just a kind of vague title. Um, There's a, a distinct definition. And that means that if there's 50 cases per 100,000 people in the county, or if the percentage of total COVID tests uh, that are positive is 8% or higher, then you're in an area that has substantial or high transmission. Um, High is even higher than that. It's something like 10% of positive tests and 100 cases per 100,000. But uh, the idea is that it's a case by case basis. Now, there's an important piece of this, which is that that actually changes week over week. So this week, you might be in a county that has moderate transmission, but next week, if your case rates rise, you might be in a place that has substantial. So that makes it pretty challenging for operators who are working in multiple counties to keep track of all of this uh, across, across multiple counties in multiple states and week to week. And one of the more challenging questions we've had on this subject today is what happens when your employees live in one county and work in another? So they live in a county that's a a high transmission or substantial transmission and and the place of business is in a a lower transmission area. You know, that's a a challenging question and one that the, the guidance didn't address. Let's circle back to this concept of fully vaccinated employees who've been exposed, that now the recommendation is that they should be tested in three to five days and masked for 14 days unless they receive it or until they receive a negative result. There had been some reports earlier that we might expect that those employees who were exposed but fully vaccinated might need to be excluded. We were glad not to see that recommendation. What should employers do with this recommendation of testing and masking? Talk to me about your thoughts on that. Yeah, uh, so I think the our first recommendation is that the testing piece is incredibly complicated. It's very hard to actually uh, implement on a large scale, testing, knowing exactly which date someone was exposed, testing them three to five days later, and then implementing your mask policy based on that and making sure that they're wearing a mask in the meantime. Uh, far simpler is just to require that anyone who is fully vaccinated and exposed wears a mask for 14 days um, rather than than dealing with the negative test results. Um, It's also it just has big implications for how operators um, or managers will implement their mask policy uh, because it introduces a third uh, status, right? There's fully vaccinated, which until now was, you know, no mask. There's unvaccinated, wearing a mask and now you have this third this third group that is fully vaccinated but needs to wear a mask because they were recently exposed. So 
uh, it is really complicated. Um, and, uh, and it's something I'm curious your thoughts about Roslyn is whether it's actually worth it for companies to keep track of all these changes, the county by county, week by week uh, status uh, in terms of transmission, as well as fully vaccinated and, and exposed, fully vaccinated, not exposed and unvaccinated. Our guidance to many of our clients today has been that we feel that, that um, the safest thing to do for now is for everyone to mask for the next several weeks. It will help us end this surge. It'll help our clients who have some locations closed, get them back open more quickly and more safely. You know, but last but not least, it eliminates all of these variables. You know, which county, is it red, is it orange? Um, vaccinated or unvaccinated, tested or not tested, when was the exposure? Um, we know that masks work and they may be the only thing that get us out of this, of this particular Delta surge at the moment. So to wrap this up, We've heard a lot of different things today. We've heard New York is now introducing um, vaccination or testing for all state employees. We hear that same thing may be um, introduced later today on the, on the federal level. LA has already done it um, and some other places. What do you think is gonna happen in the next few days with regard to changing local and, and state guidance? Absolutely, it will be a, a wild ride for probably the next 48, 72 hours. Um, some of this, like you mentioned, LA has already reinstated mask mandates like this one, even for fully vaccinated people before the CDC announcement. Um, so some of this has already started. Uh, we do expect that we're going to hear more from big cities and certain states over the next few days, uh, which might take some of the decision making around what to do with masks out of employers' hands because there'll be a a state mask mandate, for example. Um, then again, we also know that there's going to be strong pushback in other places. Uh, in Florida, we know that Governor DeSantis has already suspended local county mask mandates um, and, and invalidated those through an executive order. Um, and and that that is there's not likely going to be a statewide mask mandate in Florida, for example. Um, and so keeping track of this is going to be uh, a, a lot of people's full-time job uh, across the country for the next couple of weeks, most likely. Uh, and then the unfortunate reality is that there will probably be more changes. As we learn more about the Delta variant and transmission and case rates, um, we'll probably see some uh, additional uh, recommendations from, from the CDC and from uh, states and, and local health departments as well. Thanks, Jen. You know, I think that, that we've all, you know, come to the realization that COVID isn't going anywhere anytime soon, um, that we've showed incredible flexibility and creativity um, and, and commitment to doing the right thing for the last 16 months. And this is just, you know, sort of another, another set of challenges that are going to need, you know, creative, rapid response to keep our, our employees and our customers and our guests safe. This has been a flash briefing from Zero Hour Health. Thanks for joining us today. We'll be back at you soon. Thank you.